Oh, hey there. Didn't see you. What's going on? Unshowered Howard here, guys. Uh, let's find out what episode this is. I didn't even look before we started. How's everybody feeling today? Um, I am... You know, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling things. That's my answer. Oh, this is going to be episode 161. Okay. My dentist is calling me right now. Go to voicemail. Uh, how's everybody feeling, man? Um, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 161. Howie Spangler here. Uh, thank you guys so much for all the support lately. Uh, you know, some of you guys know about this lawsuit stuff. And then, you know, my wife got in a car accident a couple weeks ago. She's okay. Um, but it's just been a big mess. A lot of things coming down at once, you know, so we're trying to figure all this stuff out, navigate it and, uh, keep morale high if possible. Um, but I appreciate all the support on the, uh, the band camp drop yesterday. Um, if you don't know, I put out a, uh, I found a live show from, um, 2016, uh, Janice live in, uh, St. Pete, Florida, and uh, it was multi-track, so I got to mix it, and it turned out awesome. It was a great show. It was high energy. Um, I remember that show specifically. It was a lot of fun. All the shows are fun at Janus. But um, yeah, uh, anyway, we threw it up on the Bandcamp site. Um, there's other stuff there as well. And right now, what we're doing is everything on the Bandcamp page, every sale that we get, every dollar after you know Bandcamp's 15% cut, um, all the rest of the money goes direct to the band members uh, to keep us afloat uh, while we're trying to um, get through this bullshit that we're dealing with. Um, so yeah, big, big thank you to everybody that, that jumped on that yesterday. Um, we had a good bump in sales and people are picking up the other things as well that are there. There's, some other, there's another live album and there's other, other releases. Um, we have a B-Sides record that we put out like I think like 10 years ago or something like that called medium rare has a bunch of unreleased like demos and a couple old live performances and b-sides things that were never released a bunch of weird stuff that ballyhoo did back in the late 2000s um so if you want to grab that it's called medium rare it's got a picture of a steak on a grill um anyway so yeah thank you guys for that uh, what else is new? Clip My Wings is out. Uh, this is We're in our first week of release for, for the new single, Clip My Wings. Um, and it got added to Spotify playlist um, officially yesterday morning. Um, Beach Vibes. We already have a few songs on there, but we hadn't gotten added in, in a couple years um, to uh, Spotify uh, since middle finger actually. So, um, I was starting to think that like, maybe Spotify didn't like us anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they added this yesterday, which is great. So that means that song is going to get a lot of love, um, pretty soon here. So thanks to Spotify for that. Really appreciate it. We needed a good win, man. We needed a, we needed a, we needed some good news. Um, cause it's just been really crazy. Um, you know, we're going to get into this because, you know, I'm starting this uh, track by track series um, for the new record. By the way, we announced our new record. It's called Shell Shock. And if you have not seen 
our video about it um, and you're on YouTube right now, you can go right here. I'm going to link this right here and watch that stupid announcement video that we made. I had this idea for a while to um, do a promo in the style of like an Apple WWDC event. Like, you know, when they announced the iPhone and I specifically based it around 2007 when Steve Jobs introduced the first iPhone um, and used a lot of the same little gimmicks that he did. Um, there's one part in particular that was specific when he's talking about the iPhone. He's like, um, today we're announcing three devices, you know, uh, uh, an innovative you know, brand new communication device, um, a revolutionary communication device, um, uh, an, an internet browsing system, uh, an, a touchscreen iPod, like these three devices. And then he keeps saying it. He says the three things over and over again, a little bit quicker each time. And then the, the pictures on the slideshow are, are getting faster. And then he's like, are you getting it? This is, this is not three devices. This is one device. And I'm calling it iPhone. So I did the same thing. I just got chills. <laughs> I'm a big nerd, if you guys don't know. Um, and I love that iPhone announcement. I, was, I don't know why. I just... Anyway, so we did that with the record thing. Like, oh, we're doing a reggae album, a rock album, a good time, sexy vibe album or whatever. And kept saying that. This is not three albums. This is one album. Anyway, you got to go watch it. It's very stupid. Um, and we're very proud of it. So, and our friend, uh, Andrew at Gingy Productions crushed the edit on that, killed it. Love that guy. Um, so yeah, if you want a 10 minutes of entertainment at work or whatever, like go watch that. Um, and the new album drops August 25th. It's called Shell Shock, has 14 tracks and I'm just really excited for you guys to hear it. Um, I digress. Uh, so starting this track by track series, um, about the songs in the new record. Um, I guess I need to do one for Sleeping on the Couch to catch up on that one. It's been, that one came out in February. Um, but okay, so this week is going to be Clip My Wings. Next week, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, we'll figure it out. Uh, but the band's making all kinds of content around the, the each song and, you know, it's going to be fun. So, um, yeah, okay. I guess we'll just get into this. Um, by the way, catch me at Weekend of Wolfies uh, today, if you're around. If you're listening to this podcast, I'll be at Weekend of Wolfies today, Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday, but today is Friday now. Um, I'll be at Weekend of Wolfies, and then I got a private party. If you guys want me for a private party, hit me up, dude. Uh, hit me on, you know, in a DM on Instagram or Facebook Messenger or something like that. And uh, let's talk about it, because I, I've been doing these parties and been a lot of fun. Been posted up by people's pools and up on their porch or whatever, and just doing 90 minutes of, of songs. And, um, it's been a lot of fun. So hit me up. I do travel too. So, um, okay. Clip my wings. So I, uh, first off, I love this song. I love how it turned out. I am, um, just, I just, to me, it feels like one of the best songs I've ever written. And, I've said before that I hate when bands say that. I hate when bands are like, this is the best stuff we've ever done. You guys are going to love this. 
We're writing our best shit right now. A lot of times it's not true. A lot of times it's like, you know, when, a, when you hear a band say, you know, we, we wanted to try some different things. Just, you know, we're not one thing. We like to, you know, we, we do, everybody's interested in different things. We don't want to put out the same record over and over. Usually when you hear that, I'd say about 50% of the time, uh, that means the record's going to be bad. So uh, um, I'm here to tell you that we didn't really do anything different. Um, it's just, this record is like, it's just a, it was hard to get the track list down because it's sort of all over the place. And, you know, when you're putting a record together, um, you want there to be like a flow, you know, and there was no plan. Like I, I was just writing songs and I was writing how I feel, uh, I'd say. <laughs> like a quarter of the record is about our music industry troubles, troubles. Um, and I didn't want to do that necessarily because I didn't want every song to be a bummer, you know, but also music is therapy, right? And I write what I'm feeling. I write what's going on in my life. So yeah, like four songs or something are, are about this shit and, they're all done in different ways. You know, they're cool songs. The music is cool. The lyrics are interesting, you know, so at least I think so. Um, but I hope that the overall theme isn't like a bummer, you know, there's, there's a, we did put a party song in there just because I felt like we needed a party song and I've always wanted to write. There's a song called the great blackout of 2007, which we'll get into at some point. Um, we got our, our boy Hardesty on it from, uh, Bumpin' Uglies. He's, he did a verse, but so, you know, there's a party song. There's, there's like a lot of, there's a, a lot of different vibes. And so I think we called it Shell Shock because one, it's a title track. There's a song in there called Shell Shock. And I got the name from this Ninja Turtles mug that I look at every morning when I'm working down here. Ah, coffee. Um, and again, we'll go into that on that episode. But, um, I think because it shell shock, like dropping bombs, th exploding things, you know, just messing things are, things are devastated. Things are, you know, um, I think that's the vibe on the cover. There's like a, a atom bomb exploding in the background. There's like the skull on the beach in the foreground, you know, so hoping to get that vibe across. That's what it feels like. It's like, there's, it's like a bunch of different songs about a lot of life things. There's a lot of dark content, but happy music, uh, which is like my thing. It's my, my dynamic. Um, that's what's so fun about songwriting. You can take like a sad thing and put it to happy music and people feel like it's happy until you listen to it. You're like, Oh shit, this guy's troubled. Um, <laughs> All right, so clip my wings. Um, we are we are talking about. I guess let me pull up the lyrics here, so I can have like a, a more of a roadmap. Um, I remember I wrote this song a couple years ago. I wrote the demo for it a couple years ago. I did I did a and I made like a little video for TikTok. Um, 
turned out pretty cool and everybody really liked it. I'm like, oh shit. And it was just a verse and a chorus. That's all I had at the time. I had the basic beat and the melody. Um, and when it came time to make the record, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to make that a Ballyhoo song. Because I, I was thinking about just releasing it on my own, but I was like, this is a Ballyhoo song. This absolutely can be a Ballyhoo song. And it opens the record. So it's just, to me, it's like when you hear it, it has such a, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know? It's like, um, with those ooze, the, the falsetto ooze at the top. Um, and um, there we go, I like to have like that. Um, okay, so let's start from the top here. Um, I'm trying to learn, <clears throat> I'm trying to learn to let it go because I would rather take it easy. Yeah, I've been reading poetry and I've been teaching myself to be free. Um, so uh, back in 2020, I started, um, I, I, actually a fan sent me maybe 2019, 2020, a fan sent me uh, a free audible book. Um, the obstacle is the way by Ryan holiday. And I didn't get to it right away. This guy's like, dude, I think you would love this. Like check it out. And I finally listened to it in the car on one of these, uh, one of my first acoustic private parties that I, that I did. I did like three months of those just driving all over the country, flying around and stuff like, um, just trying to make money, you know, cause we couldn't play shows. So I had to find other means. Um, so I'm listening to audiobooks, you know, like on these seven, eight hour trips that I was taking and it was great. It was actually really therapeutic, honestly, cathartic. Um, so anyway, I listened to this book and I'm just like, damn, this is really good. This is really good. So, um, trying to learn to let it go because I would rather take it easy. There's a, there's a line in the, in that book that Ryan Holiday says, why would you want to be anything? And I know he's quoting, uh, one of the, one of the old philosophers, Epictetus or Seneca or one of those guys. Um, you're in control of your feelings, right? Like you can have, you can be angry. You can be mad about something. You can have feelings. You don't have to be a psychopath, right? You can have feelings. You can be upset about something, but there's a point where you have to be like, okay, there's nothing I can do about this. So let me figure out how to navigate this and, and deal with it. And then the book is called the obstacles of the way. So it's like, when you have a, when there's a giant boulder in front of you, the obstacle becomes the, becomes the way it's like, okay, this, I got to get through this. And when you get to the other side, you're like a stronger, smarter, more experienced person, you know, um, and life is full of those little things. So, uh, and one of the things in that book, he says, um, why would you want to feel anything but good? Why wouldn't you want to why would you want to feel angry? Why do you want to be upset? Um, and I go back and forth on this because I'm like, man, I think like it's obviously natural to have all those feelings. And sometimes like, and I, I said in that song, I'll be okay. A couple of years back, like, just let me hate on myself for a while. Like I'll be okay. Just let me hate on myself for a while. Don't try to cheer me up. I don't want to be cheered up right now. I think it's a very natural thing. I think it's a very natural feeling. Um, to just want to be alone and sort of wallow in it. But I feel like it's a healthy to do that to an extent for a little while, but you can't, you can't stay in that. Right. So 
that's what that that's where that line came from. Why would you want to feel anything but good? So it's like I'm trying to learn to let it go because I would rather take it easy. I would rather feel good. I would rather not be angry. Um, right? Yeah, I've been reading poetry and I've been teaching myself to be free. So I'm, I haven't been reading poetry. Um, it just that that sounded good for the song. I like how that. Um, I, the first time, the first line when I did the demo was, yeah, I've been reading books now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been reading books now. I thought that'd be like a fun line because it's so, um, yeah, I've been reading books now. It, it doesn't sound very, it doesn't sound like uh, poetic or like it's not metaphoric. It's it, metaphoric. Is that a word? Um, uh, it's not like a smart line, but it's a very every every man type of line. It's just very relatable. I felt like, yeah, I've been reading books now. Like it's just sort of like a tongue in cheek kind of thing. Um, but I decided that I've been reading poetry just sounded better. And again, with songwriting, it's like, you just go, sometimes it doesn't need to make all the sense. You just have to, um, it's, it's about how it sounds, you know, and how you deliver it. So you can really say anything if you deliver it properly. Um, so when I say I've been reading poetry, I've been reading these books, I've been reading these like self-help development books, like just how to be better. And I've been trying to work on myself for, for years now. Uh, and I've been teaching myself to be free. That's what that is. I've been, I've been teaching myself to be free. And by free, I mean um, being able to let things go and not be bound by my stress, my anxiety, my anger, um, all natural feelings that we should all have at some point, but I don't want to be a, a slave to it. So that's what I'm saying. I've been teaching myself to be free. Because on the surface, what hurts us is just mostly worthless. We're going to do this little run here. Because on the surface, what hurts us is just mostly worthless. What if it didn't matter? What if it didn't concern us at all? You know, we'd be better off to focus on the good things. It's probably pretty self-explanatory. Um, but yeah, on the surface, everything looks devastated. Everything looks, well, this sucks right? Um, but when you start to dig into it, it's not as bad as it may seem or may look. Sometimes you have the opposite. Sometimes you're like, oh, this is worse than I thought, you know? Um, but I think, I think most of the time, the things that we complain about, the things that we say, this is going to ruin my life. Like, it's not really going to ruin our lives. We just need to figure out how to deal with it um, better, you know? Um, yeah, the, 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 on the surface, what hurts us is most, it's just mostly worthless. Like don't let it, don't let this be the thing that takes you down. You know, you've dealt with worse situations. Now, some of us are going through very, very rough, hard situations at this moment. Maybe this is that time. You know, this is the time to, to face it, confront it and, and work through it. And you have to, you have to unpack these things one layer at a time and take it down one layer at a time, you know? Um, 
you can look at a whole situation and it can be just a fucking mess. But if you go in there and you start breaking it down for what it is, um, I think that is, is a way to start working through grief or, or whatever. Um, what if it didn't matter? What if it didn't concern us at all? You know, we'd be better off to focus on the good things. Again, we're back to stop focusing on things you can't control, focus on the things you can control. I'm sure you guys have heard this before and I've said it in a couple songs. Uh, message to the world comes to mind. Um, you're better off to focus on the good things. So the bad things are going to happen and you need to deal with those things, but some things, some things don't need to be you don't, you don't need to invest so much energy. Um, take it for what it is and move on and focus on the, the, your path. Um, I think because ultimately that, that's, that's what's more important, you know? Uh, I read something one time where, I can't remember who it was. It was some, some political figure. Who was that? Um, was it? Was it JFK? JFK would write in a journal every day, he carried around these uh, these yellow tap, you know, those yellow, um, yellow paper. Jesus, why am I, why can't I think right now? Um, the, you know, the yellow uh, paper lined tablets, you know, and he would, he would write, he'd have stacks of those. He would just write in those every day and work out his thoughts, which I highly, highly recommend journaling. It's, it's really, it's a really good way to work out a problem um, or just get the weird shit out of your head so you can get on with your life. Anyway, uh, I believe it was him that um, he would say, I don't want to hear about 90% of the problems that we're having internally. Like, I don't know if it was him, it was somebody, somebody. Um, I don't want to hear about 90%, like just... Basically, you know, you have a, you're implying, you're employing people like to handle, to like put fires out and deal with things and do their job. Right. So let them do their job. I don't want to hear about most of these things. Um, if there's a major, major problem, I guess, bring it to me, but like problems tend to work themselves out. And usually it's like a couple people just handle it. You know, if you're, if you have other people in your, in your organization, you're employing people, whatever, and you've delegated certain things, like they'll usually handle it. Uh, I don't know how many times I've, I've heard from our crew guys and stuff. Like we're very, very much involved with uh, the, the whole process of touring and stuff. But like, sometimes I don't want to hear that the band went over their set time, the band before us or the band, you know, before us, like, um, is being dicks or whatever. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. Like that is inconsequential. That's something that's just, it doesn't do anything for anyone. So it's just like, just handle it. Like I pay you to handle this shit and I just want to focus on my show and resting up and being ready for my show. So that's, if that's a good example. Um, yeah. And I can't remember why I started on this, but, <laughs> um, yeah, just worry about the things that matter. 
Okay, let's get into the chorus here. You can try to clip my wings while I'm walking on a tight tightrope. So uh, that that line right there seems maybe I don't know maybe that seems a little left field maybe but um, so walking on a tightrope. Imagine walking on a tightrope between two buildings, right, high up off the ground, and you're trying to keep balance and you're focused, you're concentrated. You got your arms out, or maybe you're holding that bar, you know. And you're like slowly one foot in front of the other, not looking down, just staying focused on the, the path ahead. Um, and then you, uh, a fucking bird, a fucking bird lands on your shoulder or like is pecking at you, right? And you're like, ah, ah, right? Or let's go with the, the lyrics here. There's a guy um, with a fucking... Uh, stupid 1999 chin beard um soul patch fucking behind you with uh hedge clippers hedge trimmers and he's fucking trying to clip your 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 wings off you now i realize that having wings and being on a tightrope in the air uh is conflicting i realize that but we're talking about imagery, guys. Look, as I said, it doesn't always have to make sense. It just has to sound cool, okay? That's it. I'm trying to paint a picture in your head, right? So forget all that. Uh, but yeah, imagine that. You're just trying to do your thing and um, someone's trying to clip your wings. Someone's trying to stifle you. It's already hard enough walking on this tightrope. It's already hard enough having a family, running a business, being in a band is a business. Um, trying to, you know, keep writing the best songs you can, putting on the best live performance, um, dealing with exhaustion from being on tour for so long, uh, knee pains from cramped up in the van, you know, like all those things, trying to be a dad. It's like, it's hard enough and then you've got someone that comes along and tries to rip it out from under you. And it is very stressful. <laughs> it's very stressful. It's very frustrating. Um, so yeah, you can try to clip my wings while I'm walking on a tightrope, but I know that I always will sing. So it's like, no matter what you do, man, no matter what happens, you know, and this is like, sort of metaphorical obviously i'm singing I, that's what i do for a living but it's not it's not necessarily like i'll always sing I, I hope i'll always sing but i'll always keep going that's really what that line means i'll always keep moving forward because i like trying to better myself i like trying to you know create a career where i don't have to work for someone else i like you know building my own life and um staying in the course and striving for something. That's just what I do. It's in my blood. I don't know what it is. It's in my bones. I just feel it. So I'll always, I'll always do that. I'm going to stand my ground most definitely as long as they're listening. Um, yeah, I'm going to hold my position. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep rocking shows as long as people are listening, as long as people are paying attention, you know, I'm going to give the best show that I can. 
And if people stop paying attention, if people stop listening to our band, that would suck, obviously. But I just know that I'm always going to write songs. I'm always going to sing and play guitar. And, you know, I just, I enjoy those things, you know? Um, and the, the, the numbers and all that stuff, it's, it's exhausting. It's like trying not to look at the numbers so much anymore. And just, you know, I don't, like I care how many streams we get, but I just, I, I don't care that much anymore. You know, I, I just want to focus on being the best and putting on a good show and putting out the best goddamn songs that we can. Um, I feel like there's a, there's a place for everyone that wants it. Um, if you're willing to work for it and that's just what I'm doing, you know? Uh, you can try to take my money, but I got what I need. So that's, that's, that's a direct line, you know, uh, about this whole lawsuit thing. You can try to take my money, man. And he is, he's taking our money. He's getting a fat check from us and it's fucking devastating. Um, cause he didn't do shit for it. In my opinion, I'm not, allowed to, I'm not allowed to make disparaging comments on this situation, but, um, I can have an opinion and I can tell the truths is what I've been told. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm not ever going to name them. I don't, I don't want anybody to get hurt or anything like that. I, I don't want, uh, not like that, you know? And thankfully these fucking books that I've been reading, I've been helping a lot. <laughs> I've, I am angry about it still, you know, but I'm, I'm working through it and I'm just learning to just put it behind me and just say, all right, that's that. It's just money. We can make more money, <laughs> you know? Um, but it stings. It stings. Uh, you can try to take my money, but I got what I need. I got what I need, man. I got my family. I have, I have a house, I can pay my bills. You know, I have a wonderful community around me that uh, wants to help when we're in our lowest low. And I'm so grateful for you guys, by the way. Um, if you're listening to this right now, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, I'm making a couple cents, you know, to, to put, in the, put in the gas tank to put towards the mortgage, you know, uh, by just by you listening to this. Um, you know, so I, I'm grateful. I, I got what I need. I don't need to be rich. I'd like to be rich, but I don't need to be rich. Um, and it seems it's not the same way for you. I got what I, I got what I need. And it seems it's not the same way for you. Yeah. This guy just wants to take, 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 and um, doesn't care who he hurts. And uh, he has no talent, so he uses others' talent. And he, uh, he breaks off a piece of their business like it's fucking real estate for passive income to pay for that retirement. You know? And... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm take a sip of coffee. All right. 
dark roast, baby. Dude, Dunkin' Midnight. I fucking love Dunkin' Midnight. I drink Green Mountain, dark, uh, dark magic. It's like 50 cents a pod, roughly, right? Dunkin' Midnight is a dollar a pod. Insanity. Insanity. Why am I paying $70? I'm not paying $70. I'm paying $35 for Green Mountain Dark Magic. I need to put a little ding on my teeth there. Um, okay, let's get back to it. It must be heavy to carry all that misery and try to go after another and steal a piece of their dream. That shit hit me so hard when I wrote it. Like, damn. Like, to me, that's the perfect chorus. That shit, that buttons it up. That sums up the whole thing right there. It must be heavy to carry all that misery. Try to go after another and steal a piece of their dream. I've been dreaming about this since I was six years old. Six years old. I've wanted to be in a band and tour and play big shows and have people sing my shit and have and be on the radio, you know, global, global. I've had these dreams since I was six years old. That was almost 40 years ago. It's like 35 years ago or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, people can just get in there and just, take from your dream get a piece of your dream the hard work that you put in the hard work that you did for decades and someone just feels like they can come in and get a piece of it because they were there they were just around when the band finally started getting popular after fucking years of putting out music and hitting the road hard we hit the road hard dude we were doing like 220, 240 shows a year in those first few years. We were killing ourselves and hanging out every single night, drinking with the people that showed up. 30, 50 people showed up and we'd be at the merch table and the bar hanging out with everybody every night, hoping to go home with somebody and sleep on their floor because we didn't have a place to stay. Couldn't afford hotels, you know, like... Put in the work, put in the time, the sweat, the blood, the literal blood, tears, all of it. I've cried so many times over this fucking business, this band. Um, and it's like, you just someone could just come in and just take it. It's, oh man, I guess I, I, guess I need to, because of the nature of these songs and that I'm doing this uh, on the podcast, this is going to be a little therapeutic and you guys might hear me working things out in real time, so... I apologize ahead of time. Maybe it's helping some of you. Maybe it's good entertainment for the rest of you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, must be heavy to carry all that misery. You know? The misery of, of knowing that, that you can never do what I do. You can never do what I do. So you got to steal it. That's, that's, that's my, mess my feelings on that. You can't do what I do. Verse two. <laughs> oh man. Some people are miserable. So we're, we're going, we're doubling down on this. Uh, so the whole thing about songwriting is like, you got your verse, your chorus, your verse two, maybe a bridge, pre-chorus or whatever. 
Um, and each one of these things is sort of, you're just explaining the verse two is like you're explaining further. And then your chorus is like the sum of the whole thing. What, what does this, all of this mean, right? Your bridge, your bridge is like explaining what's happening in a different way. Like, you know, it's usually a different vibe on the bridge and then you bring it back, bring it back home to, to finish up the song for the last chorus. Just button everything up. Um, so here are verse two. Some people are miserable and they don't want to see you happy. They'd rather take you down with them because they don't have the courage to be free. God, I love that fucking line. I love that line. I love that line. They don't have the courage to be free. And this goes for anybody out there that is dealing with a toxic person or people, a family member, spouse, friends, um, air quotes for if you're not watching on YouTube, um, like anybody that is in your circle that can't be happy for your successes, big or small, um, and downplays everything that you do or doesn't congratulate you when, when something cool happens or acknowledge it or even say anything about it. That to me blows my fucking mind. When I have friends or people that do something cool, I don't care how small or how big it is. You know, it's like, dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Like, how can you not just say that? Like, even though I'm sad about some things that are going on in my life right now, why do I got to put that on other people? Why do I got to pro project that? There's so many people out there that are, that are like that though. <clears throat> I'll never fully understand it, man. I'll never get it. So yeah, some people are miserable. They don't want to see you happy. They want, they want to take you down with them because they don't have the courage to be free. They don't have the courage to do it themselves. They don't have it in them. <clears throat> For whatever reason, they're scared or they're worried about what other people will think or they, don't want, they just don't want to put in the work. They're lazy. <clears throat> they're lazy and they know it and they hate themselves for it. So they just put everything down. You know, they're not going to, oh, dude, blows my mind, blows my mind. But they're out there. And you should try to surround yourself if you're someone who's an artist, you're someone who's a creative, you're someone that's building a business, you're some, somebody that wants to do something different, somebody who wants to do something for yourself, you need to surround yourself with other people that want the same thing because you're gonna lift each other up. It's just this thing that happens. Now, you do run into like, there's competition, you know, there's like feelings of like, I wanna get there first or whatever, it's, but, but, if the person is ultimately a driven good person, you know, they're, you're gonna, it's just a better situation to be in. You know, when I, when I'm in a room with other songwriters that like do this for a living or other producers or creatives, um, that this is their thing, this is their job. Like I, I find myself just inspired more because I want to, you know, I want, I want to get, where they are or, or, or like, or, or maybe they want to get where I am. Like, it's just, you bounce off of each other. It's a good thing. So, you know, stop giving all your energy to people that aren't necessarily giving it to you. You know, um, you don't have to stop talking to them. 
especially if it's like a family member or something, you don't have to stop associating, but just don't try as hard. Don't be extra, you know, live your life. And, you know, I don't think you have to cut anyone off unless it's like really toxic and super weird, but that's, you know, that's objective. That's for you to decide. Um, or subjective. Uh, just, I don't know. Um, they'd rather take you down with them because they don't have the courage to be free. I fucking love that line. Um, and here's another run. All these verses I'm serving, each one gives me purpose. What if I, but what if I didn't have it? What if I hadn't had tried it at all? It's the beat of another drum. So focus on your own thing. Yeah. So, yeah. All these verses I'm serving, each one gives me purpose. Like, to me, that's like, it's like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know if anybody's going to listen to our, to the songs that we put out. You know what I mean? Like live through this for, is a great example. We put that song out and for some reason there was, I don't, it, I still maintain that it was a glitch. Our songs never do this bad. Like they, we always get like a certain amount of streams. And as I said, I'm trying to not think about the numbers, but it was so, so, so low that like, I just can't, it was, it was crazy. Maybe it was, people just didn't like the song. I don't know. We play it live. People seem to like it, but who knows? Who knows? Um, but I love the song. I love the lyrics of that song. I'm, I'm sharing a part of myself. I'm sharing my soul there. Um, and whether it resonates or not, I don't know. I don't necessarily care the flip of that is like, I love getting messages when, when people say, oh my God, that song hit so hard. It hits different. Like that shit helped me. That, that makes, that means a lot to me. That means, you know, I, I love that. Um, but it's always me first. Like this song is for me. This, all this shit is fucking therapy, man. Everything I'm doing is therapy. I have a lot of issues that I'm working out from childhood and, you know, I had a good childhood, to, you know, I'm not trying to go there. My mom died when I was a kid, but it, it, everything kind of sucked from that point. Um, so, you know, I have a lot of darkness, you know, I think a lot of people do, and this is how I work it out. So every, all these verses I'm serving, each one gives me purpose. It makes me feel a part of something. It makes me feel like I'm contributing to something. Um, it makes me feel good when I finish a song. There's nothing worse than like getting, getting a song going and it's going well. And all of a sudden you hit a brick wall. I fucking hate that. But songwriting. Um, what if I didn't have it? What if I hadn't had tried it at all? It's like, what if I had said, just like this podcast, I was kind of scared to put up this podcast episode one. I didn't know what people were going to think. I was worried. I was like, are my band members going to think I'm lame? Are people going to think I'm you know, looking at him trying to do a podcast, like, you know, those stupid thoughts that you have, oh, the dumb thoughts that you have that hold you back. You know, I think a lot of us deal with this. Probably everyone deals with this. Um, but you can't be successful unless you get over that. You gotta, you gotta get over those feelings. And that's what I did. I recorded an episode. I was like, I'm going to talk about being in a band because that's, I know that probably the best out of anything. And so I talked to like for 20 minutes and put it up and people fucking loved it. They were like, dude, more, give me more, give me more. You know, here we are episode 161. And honestly, there should be more. I'm just lazy. You know, I should be up like past the 200s by now. 
Um, this podcast is like about five years old now. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I should have like 300 episodes. Um, but you know, so yeah, what if I didn't have this? What if I didn't start the band? What if I didn't pursue this career? What if I would just went and, you know, kept loading trucks, you know, or driving a forklift or waiting tables or got a government job out here on post. Like what, what if I had done that instead of this? I don't know where I'd be, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe I'd have more money. Maybe I'd have, uh, more of the things that I want, you know, um, does that matter? I don't know. I just, I just know that I have this now. I have, I've created a life around this and it's been through the, my, you know, taking things from my mind and making them things, making them real, realizing them and giving them to the world to do whatever they want with. And I've made money from that. And that's incredible to me that you, that you can do that. You can take something out of your mind. You can draw something, put it on a t-shirt, and then you've got hundreds of people wearing that shirt around the country. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's wild. Um, yeah. What if I didn't have this? Um, it's the beat of another drum. So focus on your own thing. I mean, just, I'm just bringing it around. It's a beat of another drum. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live the way I'm being told I should live. You know, I never wanted, I, I didn't want to get married. Like at some point I was like, I'll get married maybe later on, but I was in no rush. Like having kids, I would have been in my thirties when I had my kids. Like I was 29 when Danielle got pregnant, but she planned that shit. She planned this. We talked about it. We did talk about it, but I was surprised. She told me <laughs> same thing with our daughter too. <clears throat> she wants to keep them close together. You know, she's like, we got, we, you know, we should probably get on this. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I come home from tour and my little boy is wearing a, I'm the big brother shirt. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that was great. It was good. Um, yeah, I wasn't in a rush to do any of that stuff. I'm very happy I have them. They're fucking awesome. She gave me the greatest gifts. Uh, but I just, I was so focused on this, man. I was so focused on the music and getting heard and busting my ass. That's why like we toured so much in the 2000s because, you know, when I was in my 20s, I was just like, we got to do this now, you know? Life is going to happen. And anybody starting out right now and you're 40, 35, 40, and you've got a family and shit, it's not impossible, man. You can absolutely do it, but it just, it depends on how much work you put into it. You gotta, after the long day of work and dealing with the kids and getting them to bed, you gotta go into the basement or whatever you have, whatever space, and work on your thing, you know, into the wee hours, burning the midnight oil, man. It's just, it is what it is. I'd done that so many times. Pulled doubles working at the restaurant, I would come home at 11 o'clock. My son would already be in bed. I don't, I never saw my son, you know, because working so much. Um, and then I would set up my recording gear 
and I had no idea how to do it. So it'd take me forever. And then by the time I get it set up, I lost my inspiration and have to break it all down. It was, oh, Jesus. But that, that's what you do, you know? You figure it out and you make the time for it. I think when people say, I don't have time for that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have to look at it. You have to get a fucking journal or something, a planner, and look at your day. And be like, oh, okay, well, I don't necessarily have to do that today. Or this doesn't have to take that long, you know? And get up early and get things done and make time for yourself. Make time for the thing that you want to do. Um, I just think that's so, it's a cop-out. It's laziness. And it's just like, we we can have the things that we want. We just got to make the time for it. Doesn't matter what it is. So, yeah. Um, and then we're back to the chorus. Uh, yeah, you can try to clip my wings again. Um, let me go back to... Uh, forgot that I have I got a Google, Google Doc here. I don't have all the lyrics. And, and like, I got this thing where like, I can't talk the lyrics. I have to read them because if I'm not singing it, um, I get lost and I forget where I'm at. So let's, let's go on down here. Okay. Let's get to our bridge. We're at a bridge. Um, We've had the the cool little guitar solo from Sebastian. Killed that. Super crunchy. Um, all right, now we get to our, our, our bridge. Uh, I don't even care no more. Yeah, I can feel the darkness fading. So, let me fix this line. What the fuck? All right. Um, yeah, this is me getting over it and learning how to, how to, deal with it and and move past it this is what i was explaining earlier um about just feeling um just not letting everything get to me like it used to and you know dealing with the things that actually matter there are real problems you know but there's also a lot of problems 90 percent of them they're not as bad as you think so i i don't even care no more yeah i can feel the darkness fading now this is where it's it's interesting because there's nuance. The mind is crazy, right? There are days where I'm like, fuck this guy. I don't care. Whatever. Let's just let's just make these payments and get on with our life, right? It's just another thing. And I look at it as like a test. You know, it's like something, something doesn't want us to succeed, so I'm going to succeed. That's how I'm trying to look at it. Um, but then there's other days where I'm like, oh, I just want to die, fuck everything. Like, you know, we're never gonna we're never going to be huge. And like, it's just, we're going to be perpetually paying this fucking guy. And like, just not, you know, indentured servitude. If I ever want to quit the band, I can't because now I got to make this money. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, that's actually, that's a part that sucks. It's like, if for some reason the band decided that we weren't going to tour anymore or something or stop putting out music, we got to come up with that money either way. So it's like, it's really, frustrating <laughs> now it's like you know i love doing this but when you're told you have to do it that's when i get that's when i hate something you know when i'm told i have to do it luckily i enjoy my job um i can feel the darkness fading yeah it's it's, it's going away i'm starting to move past it uh i ain't even mad no more and i think you should try it um yeah this guy's just uh soft and um he just you just can't get over it. So, 
he pushed for years to, to make this happen and he did it. He did it. He got his money. Um, but he should try not being so angry about stuff and suing people when things don't go his way. Um, but I guess you're going to carry that weight maybe till you're dead and gone. Now this can go, you know, this can go for anything, really anybody that's angry about something or holds a grudge. One of the, holding a grudge is like one of the worst things you can do for yourself. It's not healthy. It's toxic. It's poisonous. Um, holding a grudge and thinking that people need to pay, you know, <laughs> in the literal sense, but also in the metaphorical sense, like um, thinking that everyone that did you wrong needs to pay for it somehow. Um, having that harboring feelings, I like harboring, harboring those feelings of resentment and anger. It's just, it's not good for you. And it's going to take years off your life. I believe that because it adds stress, man. And stress kills. Stress causes cancer. At least that's what I'm hearing lately. Um, but I, I would believe it. <clears throat> so, uh, but I guess you're going to carry that weight maybe till you're dead and gone. And I ain't going to live this way. No, you can go ahead. I'm not going to do this bullshit anymore. I am not going to feel this way. I'm going to try to be a happy person, <clears throat> happy, normal person and live my life and move forward and just keep making cool shit, making the things that I want to make, doing the things that I want to do, dealing with the problems as they come. But I am not going to live like that. I'm not going to be perpetually sad, perpetually angry, um, and just hating someone. It's just, it's not good. So you can go ahead. You can do that. Go for it. But I'm not going to be a part of it. So this song can, I feel is very relatable. Yes, I, I wrote it about my situation, but I feel like you can take this situation. You can take these lyrics and put them towards the things that you are going through. And I really hope it helps, man. I really hope that you guys um, get some value from this and it's, it's, it's actually going to help you. You know, the song has a very like, I don't give a fuck vibe to it. Um, like I'm talking about my situation, but it's like the whole vibe of it is like, I'm cool, whatever. You're going to deal with that. I'm going to be the bigger person. You know, that's what this whole thing is about. Just being the bigger person and just getting over it as, as hard as it is. Um, but man, you can't keep that anguish. It's just, ugh. It's gonna, it's, you're gonna rip your own fucking heart out, you know? <clears throat> so that is Clip My Wings. Um, yeah, I hope you guys, uh, hope you guys love the song. I love it. I feel like it's one of the best songs I've ever written. I was so stoked when I finished it. And when, when we, hearing the playback, I've listened to this song probably a thousand times, just mixing and going through it all, but like, I still love it. I still think it's such a great song. It vibes, it's chill. The beat is great. It's just boom, bap. He kept it real simple. It has it has everything that it needed. Um, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you connect with the lyrics. I hope it means something to you. Um, and this was a lot of fun to talk about this. I haven't done this since Detonate, actually. So this was great. I can't wait to get into more of these songs because there's songs that go way deeper into my mind. And uh it's going to be very therapeutic, I think. Um, 
Thank you guys very much. Please hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Smash the like button. Ring the bell so you know when I go live or uh, or uh, put up a video. Put up a video. Um, subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Tales from the Green Room podcast. Um, check the links in the description and uh, go pre pre save our new record. Go listen to to the new songs. Um, catch us on tour. We're gonna be all over the place this year. And uh, we just look forward to, to seeing you guys. And I, I just, again, thank you guys so much for all the support on the Bandcamp stuff. Go get that live album. It's very cool. It's got 20 songs, the whole set. There's even a Rancid cover in there. Um, and every dollar goes back to the band directly. Uh, so we can give ourselves a little, little money to pay some bills while we're going through this shit. So uh, thank you guys so much for the support. I really appreciate it. Really, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 161. Uh, have a wonderful night or day or morning or whatever. Be safe out there. We'll see you soon.